getting ready for the world's greatest Arsenal podcast. Welcome to another podcast by Guns and Yellow Ribbons. Enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to Guns and Yellow Ribbons. I'm Fergus. I'm in a very, very, very good mood because uh, me and Trevor have just had some good news and we'll talk about it afterwards. Uh, you are watching Guns and Yellow Ribbons. We are going to talk tonight about the West Brom game. Uh, obviously, we're previewing the Chelsea game and we're going to talk to all things Arsenal. There's three of us on for the minute. Uh, Mike uh, Boston Ozel may join us afterwards. Uh, he's just been tied up in some meetings as he's the other side of the pond and uh, timings and so on. But he may or may not join us. <laughs> Trevor, we're going to the Emirates. <laughs> Ooh, Trev, unmute yourself, mate. <laughs> I wasn't muted. You just muted me, you daft lad. Hey, I've not been to the Emirates for, oh, I can't remember since when. I'm going to go down and protest for Cronky out, then I'm going to go and watch the Arsenal. I'm going to go and watch the Arsenal. And, and if you are a ton of pass, surrender or you die. We for the Arsenal. Go on. Kicks. Oh, look. No, we're going to see Pegasus now, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, you have. <laughs> oh, my word. We're going to the Emirates. We're going to watch a game of football live. You know what? I, and it's the day before Tony's birthday. Big T's in the house. Uh, it's the day before your birthday. So, effectively, it's midday in Highbury on the Lash. Yeah, something like that, mate. Something like that. It's um, going to be a fair few drinks. Good chance to meet up with a few people I've not managed to see for a few months. Um well, so, yeah, looking forward to it. I, I didn't get a ticket. Um, I wasn't even part of the ballot anyway. So I wasn't expecting a ticket. I wasn't expecting an email. Um, and in all honesty, I'm not sure if I would have gone in. Um, so, listen, I think I think uh, we should have something to eat beforehand. <laughs> oh, you're doing me, Eddie. And Further, pint. sorry, did, did, did you manage to get a freebie as Trev's carer? No, 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 oh, no, no. You, actually, you might be able to get that. <laughs> so I can wheel him in. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, so it's and, your and birthday next week, so how old are you? The yeah, protest. Uh, well, 34, mate. I'm catching up with you. <laughs> Honestly, you know, you, you know what? With, with, with what Trevor just done to me, literally minutes before we went live, about five minutes beforehand, he said, oh, I don't know if I've got a ticket yet for the Brighton game. Oh, and I said, no, I'm just checking. I said, I've not had an email. I checked on my phone and stuff. And he went, oh, hang on. I've got it out of my Coots Bank account. It says, like, you know, I'm, I'm now minus 27.50 from his million pound bank balance with his, like, my uh, small pension. And, uh, you know, two million, sorry. <laughs> I always get that figure wrong. Um, but, uh, yeah, and I said, oh, well, I'll have a look. And I went onto my bank account, pending transaction, Arsenal fo Football Club, 2750. Hey, and listen, 2750 is not bad. Where we... Tony's froze again. Tony, take advantage, son. Fergus's internet is froze. Mate, That's I'm not it. being funny. Between you Tom. two, I, I've just transferred you 50p for your metres. My my internet's all right here, mate. There's nothing wrong with my internet where I am now. Is he back? Oh, he's back. Look, here he is. Look, a bit blurred. He is, but he's back. You're yeah, right, I am Ferg. back. You, you, 
You know, you know what it is. I, I, I've got these extenders all over the house. The sky have given me, and it's made it worse rather than better. But what all my point was twenty seven fifty for uh, the last game of the season. Yes, it's a cat C game, but fair play to Arsenal. They've charged us cat C prices, uh, regardless of where they're going to stick us in the in this stadium. We will be lower tier somewhere. Um, but there's the lot down the road charging sixty quid. Man United are charging forty quid. Some people are exploiting it hugely. But a round of applause for Burnley Football Club. Happy place, happy place, Burnley Football Club. They're giving their season tickets uh, holders, 4,000 of them, free access to the ground. And I, I think that deserves um, uh, a, a, a lot of credit, a lot of credit. Yeah, you may notice great. I'm in a shirt. I'm in a shirt. Listen, we're getting back to football. It's a bit of normality uh, after what's been a tough 15 months for many people in various ways and particularly for myself personally and a lot of people over the last winter has been a tough winter um today well friday was i, I went out and saw my first client visit i've been out to see a client today and it's just great uh just to see that chink of light at the end of the tunnel um so yeah uh, i hope everybody else is starting to get into some uh, some normality let's have a quick look um tony first at the west brom game smithrow volleyed um, the o, uh, the opener on the 29th minute from a, a beautiful cross from Saka. Pepe with a screamer. Uh, Pereira gave him uh, a little bit of joy. And then the final goal b was by some Chelsea uh, player. What X did you make? <laughs> X, X, yeah. What did you make of the game, Tony? Um, just briefly. If I'm honest, mate, I thought it was pretty, pretty boring, pretty flat. Um, I did say to you boys on the last podcast, I thought it was going to be one of those sort of 3 0, 3 1 games, 4 0, 4 1. We'd score a few goals, get, you know, fairly comfortable because there was no pressure on us. But in all honesty, it was, um, I thought it was a really boring, really, really um, uninspiring game. Um, and it left me with um, a few more questions than, than on Thursday night, if I'm honest. Um, you know, things like the Saka at left back. Um, you know, a lot of us have been calling for Saka to go left back in, in Tierney's absence. You know, in these important games, Arteta chose not to do it. And yet, in a, in a game that was a dead rubber, it meant nothing really to either side, although West, West Brom wasn't mathematically down. Uh, let's be honest, they wasn't going to stay up. Um, he, he chose to put him there. Um, his persistence with Tobias and William is something I don't get. Um, yeah, so there was a few few more questions than there should have been from Sunday. Sunday should have been a really comfortable, easy, easy game. No stress. And, and I thought there was, yeah, more questions than answers. Trev, um, Tony mentions, like, questions. The question that came to my mind is, West Brom really were not that much better than Villarreal were on Thursday night. Probably slightly yeah. technically better, uh, Villarreal. But the performance that we put in against West Brom looked like we pulled we pulled something out of a bag that we couldn't get one goal against Villarreal, who didn't want to play against us. What was your well, thoughts on that game in reflection of the Villarreal game? Well, it, it, to be honest with you, Fergus, Arsenal did against West Brom what they've been doing to me all season. They've been confusing me. I can't quite figure out what we do and, and how we end up playing, how we do in each game. Tony's exactly right. In, in The selections have been a bit baffling. We don't know the background to that. But West Brom, I would say West Brom and Villarreal were very compatible sides. Neither of them brilliant sides. Villarreal, as you said, will be better organised under Emery because he does organise his teams, we think. But 
if we can beat West Brom, and we didn't play very well, but we beat West Brom, we should have been able to beat Villarreal and we should have been able to beat Villarreal by more than the one goal that we needed. So it's just confusing, Fergus. I'm just going to... I'm just going to drag myself through to the end of the season, wondering what we're doing at Arsenal and hoping that during the course of the summer, some round blocks start falling in round holes and some square blocks start falling in square holes, mate. And, and we start next season as looking like a proper football team. Because at the moment, I know it's not difficult because of the age and all that, but I'm totally confused, mate. We just can't, we're not consistent in any way, shape or form. Arteta's not consistent with his selections. We're certainly not consistent with our performances. And as I say, get me to the end of this season. Let's hope we win these last three games we got to play and finish on a high. Have a good summer. And uh, and away we go next season, hopefully. But uh, we've said it so many times on this show. The summer's so important, mate. The summer's so important. And I, I I put a comment on our WhatsApp group earlier and, and Tony unusually agreed with me. I'm going to get that in big time. In that... <laughs> If, if the Cronkies are going to give us money to spend this summer, boys, right? That's fair enough. We'll take it. We've got to take it. I don't like the Cronkies. Don't want them in my football club. Don't want them anywhere near my football club. But we get, we take, if we're going to get 200 million off them, that'll do for me with the Cronkies. No more input from them. Well, what we've got to hope is that we spend that 200 million in a sensible and constructive manner. Because our history over the last few years of what we buy and what we spend millions and millions and millions of pounds on is bad. It's not just bad, it's very, very bad. And lots of teams that have spent a lot less than us are better than us in the Premier League. And what we've got to make sure is that if we spend £200 million and we buy players, that makes us better than them teams that are currently above us. Yeah, so I, I can't... I, I go on about it. I know I've got on about it, but people don't get the importance of this summer. This summer makes or breaks our football club. Well, to be honest, Trev, I think this summer makes and breaks um, uh, Arteta's career within Arsenal because, I, as we know, the Cronkies have um, in, intimated that they're committed to stay with him. Um, they don't look like they're up for selling, from what I know, within uh, my contacts within the club. They've got a five-year plan. Arteta is the man. Um, and like myself and yourself have said, Trev, we'll give them at least till Christmas and see some improvement and we'll continue our support there afterwards if we see it appropriate. But at that point, you, we may go, hang on a second. No, he's not. He's not getting anywhere. Um, looking uh, at that particular game, West Brom got relegated. Uh, I, uh, Maitland Niles will come back to us. Um, and whether he features uh, in the squad next year, I don't know. Trevor, I'm sorry, um, Tony, would you sell uh, Maitland-Niles? Would you keep him? Do you think he's had a good loan spell? You look at Willock up the road at Newcastle. He's done really, really well. He's been there since January, had five goals. Would, would, you, would you bring Maitland-Niles back, or would you bring Willock back, or would you bring both back? Uh, Willock, I, I like. I'd give him a chance. I think he's got something to offer within the squad. Do I think he's first team ready for us? Probably not on a, on a regular basis. But I tweeted earlier to say that, you know, if we've got no European football next year, which the chances are, it's looking like that we're not going to have European football next year. And there's a lot of these experienced, you know, big egos that want to go. Let them go. I'd rather go down the academy slash um, more youthful route. Because I'd, I'd rather I'd rather give Salah a chance. If we're ever going to go down a proper youth route and give these players a chance for the future, next season is the one with no European competition, right? 
if he if he if he chooses to go down, you know, the likes of Saliba, you know, even give Matt Knowles a chance, Tierney, Saka, Smith Rowe, we we to put our faith in all these players, you know, Balogun, even Guendozi comes back into the equation. If he can sort out his attitude and his ego, yeah, I'm not sure. But you know, obviously becoming a parent may change him. I don't know. But we've got a good a real good foundation of young players there that can take this club forward. Now obviously we need to make the right signings in the summer. We need to put put the final pieces of the jigsaw. Uh, in and around these young players. Now, there's a chance these players could lead lead us for the next 10 years. You know, we don't yeah. know. But I would rather, I'd rather go down that youthful, youthful route, something I can get behind, something that would excite me. Listen, if results are bad, but there's progression and they're gaining experience and it's a stepping stone, fine, I'll take that. But I need to see would, progression would, and I need to see an identity ex- with how we play. Would you accept, okay, say we assume... Yes, mathematically, we can get back into Europa League and and finish sixth, seventh, which would get us into Europa League, not the conference. Um, if we didn't, and we end up with no European football, but you could see progression next season, would you accept another ninth, tenth place fit, finish if it was bringing that academy and youth players through and you could see the growth and them growing as individuals and as a team i can see no because I, 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 you know we're the arsenal we should never be accepting mediocre uh, mediocrity ever but like yep. i said from the start under arteta if i see some improvement if i see some progression and i see an identity a clear identity with how we play i will back him because at the end of the day, we're not going to go look if he took if if the owners give us two two fifty three hundred million whatever in the summer which i think is it's not going to happen. But if they was to do that, we was to go and get your top-notch players, your Jack Grealish, you know, a Declan Rice, you know, Max Aaron's at right-back, etc., and we was to improve, well, then that's a bit different. But I'm going down the youthful route because I don't think we're going to spend that money. Uh, and quite frankly, I'm sick and tired of, of these experienced players thinking they're a lot better than what they are. Their egos are better than their ability. They constantly talk the talk and don't walk the walk. And if I'm honest, they let the club down all the time. I'm not worried that winning and losing is part of sport. We get that. But to keep going down with such whimpers is not acceptable in my eyes. If you're going to play for the Arsenal, you give everything you've got. And if it ain't good enough, fine, I'll accept that. But you make sure you do give your damnedest hardest to give 100% week in, week out. Mm. Trevor, um, anything to add on that? And you talk about, uh, would you, you shook your head when you said, would you accept a second season of this sort of, average mediocrity and and but with seeing some progression um tony touched on yeah. bringing in some of these other players uh, and 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 you mentioned uh grealish and so on i don't think we're in 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 the mark for the highlands the grealish and everything else would you take somebody like the west broms um player uh P- piera is that his name um Pereira. Pereira, no. and uh the the guy who's coming out of contract at southampton uh bertrand is it fergus wait a minute wait a minute right because you mentioned the youngsters son right now what yep. if we don't if, if it's going to be a miracle if we qualify for europe so let's assume we don't qualify for europe this season which is the likelihood right why haven't we qualified for europe right why haven't we qualified for europe it ain't down to the youngsters we've already got plenty of youngsters We've got plenty yep. of promising youngsters. And then boys have run their socks off for us since they've come through. And I'm including Odegaard in that, even though he's only on loan. He's a young kid and he's trying to run his socks off. The reason we're not in Europe is because we've got the so-called experienced players, the so-called meant-to-be leaders, and they're not good enough. 
they're not good enough. They've not played well enough. And I don't even have to name names. Everybody knows who it is. We've got a captain who won't come out and face the press, who doesn't lead. We've got a, a so-called midfield general who, who he's, a, he's not a bad player, but his ego tells him he's about 10 times better than he actually is, you know. We, we've, we've signed a reject from Chelsea again, the third one in about four years, and we're not learning. Czech came to us. Why did Czech come to us? Czech wasn't. Czech was miles off his best. Czech was a poor goalkeeper with us. He came to us for a couple more years of good paychecks, right? Louise, why has Louise come to us? Can't get in the Chelsea side. Yeah, he does have some really good performances, just Louise, but he's nowhere near the level he was. Willie has come you to know us. What Willie, Trev Willie Trevor, confuses me even more. Willie we're heavily linked. Even more, Fergus. We're heavily right? linked. Listen, we're, we're, hang on, one second. We're heavily linked to aspect. Aspect Laqueta as well. Yeah, yeah it ain't happening. Yeah, that's a rumor. We're linked with about five hundred players. We've got to take things with a pinch of salt. This is silly season, okay. season ticket okay. renewals. Tre I personally don't think yeah. we're we're in for him. No, Trev, finish your comment. Sorry, mate, I interrupted. Sorry. The, the one that confuses me most is Willian. We've given Willian a three-year contract, and he's poor. He's very poor. He scored a blinding free kick the other night, and everybody's up in the air. But the fact of the matter is, he ain't been off the level to play for the Arsenal. The, me and Tony are very much alike like that, the Arsenal. If you say Arsenal, I'll pull you up about it all day long because you don't call my football club Arsenal with the Arsenal. And none of them players are good enough for the Arsenal. So we don't need to bring any more youngsters through. We don't need to worry about the likes of Maitland-Niles, Saka, or not Saka, Maitland-Niles, Willock, Nelson making it. I hope they do make it. Trust me, I hope them boys make it. But we don't have to worry about them making it because we've got enough youngsters and we've got Balogun coming through and the other lad. What we need to sign is experienced players that are going to lead them youngsters better than our experienced players have now. Now, I do feel a bit sorry for Arteta because if you'd have said to me at the start of, last, at the start of this season that our golden boot winner... Alabama Yang wouldn't score a goal for Toffee. I'd have laughed you out of the room. I'd have laughed you out of the room. But, you know, he's not scored. He's not played well. He's not been a captain. He's not been a leader. He's not scored enough goals. And I know he's had his problems, but I'm talking about football. I don't know about his problems. I know about football, what I see on the field. So we don't need youngsters. We need to bring in experience, but good experience. Not Chelsea rejects. Experienced players, likes, we, we'll name them. I'd love to see Grealish at Arsenal. I wouldn't mind seeing Madison at Arsenal, to be honest with you. The only Chelsea player that I would ever have took from Chelsea, and we missed out on him when he went from Leicester, was N'Golo Kante. Can you imagine Kante in our midfield, feeding our three youngsters up front? Be it, we're a different side. And and, and it, the first time he showed for me, and I keep going back to it, he's, he's Baku, right? We're a final in Baku, and we're drawing nil-nil at half-time. After half time, we lose the second half four one. We played off the we played off the park, but there was only one player difference that day between us and Chelsea. One player difference. Our most experienced talisman, Urzil, wasn't good enough to match their most experienced talisman, Hazard, and they played him off the field. Switch them two players around. Put Hazard in an Arsenal shirt that night and Urzil in a blue shirt that night. We win that game. We win that game. Yeah, but but we I don't experience. think we're as good as a, I don't think we're as good a team as we were then as uh, we are at the end of this season. And should have we made it to Gdansk, 
against Man United, I think we probably could have challenged them, but I think they've come to like a, a, a very sweet pat, uh, spot right now. Tony, um, Kai uh, is a constant thorn in my side. He's my my nemesis, my yin, Good. my yang. Well done, Kai. <laughs> Um, Kai says, like, we're not mentioning um, uh, our methods, no chances of creating uh, fewer shots. Um, this is a fundamental issue. Uh, I also shared um, a, a tweet that I saw, which was, let me take off Kai's um, uh, comment first of all, one second, which is, you know, since January, um, Arsenal are actually fourth uh, in, in in the league. Um uh, you know, it's it's with it, it thirty eight points behind Manche Manchester City, Manchester United, and Chelsea. We're ahead of West Ham, ahead of Leicester, ahead of Spurs, Everton, Liverpool. Is is has the, the, the this January been that bad, Tony? Yeah, I still don't think it's great um, because thirty eight points from a possible sixty three. I think Kai's got a great point. I don't think we're creating enough chances. Um, equally, we are still creating chances and finishing has, has been a huge letdown to us in big, big games, big moments. We needed our bigger players to stand up and count it for. I mean, we've, we've had some, missed some guilt-edged chances, mate, in games across the season. Um, equally, I, I do think Kai's got a good point. Um, we've shored up the back. We've not, I think we're defensively the third best in the league this season. So, We've improved on that aspect, but then on the flip side, our attacking play's been lost. Um, so we're not creating nowhere near enough chances as what we've done in previous years. But equally, the chances we have created, we've missed some real guilt-edged chances. So, yeah, there's a there's a bit to what Kai's saying, but equally, I think the players have, have also um, let the side down. I think, a huge, I think a huge amount of the blame has to lie at Abamyang's um feet because uh, he's like he, he, no 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 hang on I, i'm not i'm not slagging the guy off okay first and foremost i'm not slagging the guy off he's had his issues and you have a good season you have a bad season but the guy is normally uh he does he he, he done 22 goals i think last season in the league and he's on 12 goals this season uh lacazette has improved from his 10 to 13 uh you know um pepe has done five last season for half a season he's done five this season uh in the league i'm talking about he's also done six in the in in, in the europa league uh, but overall the number of goals that's coming out of um Aubameyang, who's our talisman and he is our main man um is what we're missing if we had had those other extra 10 goals that would have made a difference between a draw or a loss um and add add to that that we don't have a ramsey or uh, a player somebody creating and scoring 10 12 goals from the midfield as well uh, Trent, you, you could on... argue sorry for just on, cut you, in. you, you could argue yeah. that point i think it's harsh to blame it on one person yes he's had a poor season I... yes he hasn't been nowhere he's so but then on the flip but he's side the you biggest could number. Turn... he's the biggest number tony he's the biggest no number. no, no I, I get that i 100 i get that um but then you could argue down the road top them harry kane consistently bangs in 30 goals and they don't achieve nothing so when you put too much pressure on one person, someone could still score plenty of goals and not be successful. Individuals win you games, squad wins your trophies. Um, and I think we've lacked that on all fronts this season, massively. So, Trevor, right. use, using, using, that example, using that example, Trevor, I'm, one second, using that example about Harry Kane and Aubameyang I'm not and so the on. last question. What, what's hang, hang, hang on, you, you, you can put this... I'm excited, I'm excited. We go, I'm going to Brighton. Um, but but using, using that, as a, 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 an additional question is, is it 
because there's no fans. Football has been totally screwed up. Our, our, the whole thing, like we said about 38 points out of 63, but we're fourth against the top nine teams above us. We're still fourth since January. It, it, it's just screwed up. Trev, gone. I'll shut up now. Oh, good I'll even go on mute. God for that. Oh, lovely. Well, look, it's um, it's not just down to Albamiang. I've thought this season that in defence of Albamiang, a little bit of finishing as a team has been poor. Even the youngsters, just everybody that watches games every week, Smith Rowe, Saka, Pepe, they've all been guilty of missing a good few chances this season. Um, I won't accept the fact that Albamiang hasn't had the ball supplied to him. I think there's been a lot going on with Albamiang this year with with his family problems, whatever they were, and with his malaria and being off the ball and that. I'm more worried about Albamiang as a captain and a leader. You know, I want to see him coming out after we've lost four, three or four nil and, and talking to the TV and, and saying what he's going to do as captain of our great club. And we don't see that. So I'm more worried about that for with Albamiang. But we do need... We, we've got two options now. We play Balogun for the rest of the season and see what we've really got there. Or we buy a striker in the off-season and we buy a good, proven striker and we buy a good, proven midfield playmaker. And to be honest, if you said to me, do we want to spend the 200 million on five or six average players or do we want to spend 200 million on two proven proven, experienced top players. I'd take the two players all day long into our squad because I think they might complete what we're looking for. We're not far off. We're not far off. And and playing into Fergus's hands here, playing into Fergus's hands, I, 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 I'm not sure about Leno. I'm not now not sure about Leno. He's. I know they're saying he's putting a transfer request now and we've only seen, we've only seen two, two real performances from Ryan. But looking at the big picture, I just think our defence looks a bit more confident in front of Ryan. We look a better defensive unit. Um, so, I don't know. That's my view anyway. And now, Tone, but in quick, Tone, because Fergus otherwise is going to talk your iron legs off, mate, here now. We we, oh, we, 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 do, we do want to we do want to get on to the, uh, the Chelsea game, but Tony, go on, finish off on that, and then we get on to the Chelsea game. No, no, I think Trev's right. And, and just to um, go back to what I was saying about the youth, Wait a minute. When I say, say that again, Trev's what? Trev's what? Trev's what? <laughs> Trev's what? <laughs> Trev's right. But you're spot on. Like when, when, I, when I talk about going down the youth project and, or the youth route, more academies, I'm not saying go completely youth. You know, we, we've got we've got a jigsaw puzzle here and we've got a lot of pieces in place with these youngsters. We just need to find the right players in the transfer market to slot in, in and around these kids and, and help Absolutely. develop them. But also... You know, people, people talk about how talented like the double winning squad was 2002, 2004. But in and around those talented players, exceptional players, you had people like your Keon Japalas who come in and do a job, rough it up. You know, you had more than one way to play football. You couldn't get bullied. And that's what I'm saying. These kids are very talented, but they need they need an arm around them at times. They can't even sack an hour. The amount of games he's playing, he still needs an arm around him. And this is what I go back to, like the Fabregas and the Wilshire comparisons. When Fabregas burst into the, to the team, even when he had his off days, he was able to be protected by the experienced players. You know, you had captains across the pitch, not just Vieira, but you had your Burkamps, your Henrys, you know, your Parlers, your Larens. You had so many experienced players to put their arm around him and protect him. When Wilshire come in, he had none of that. And that's probably the difference. You know, we put his body, he put his body on the line for us and effectively he couldn't handle it. 
he couldn't handle the responsibility. And it's the same with these players right now. This they're quite a talented bunch. I do think they need help and guidance. And that also comes down to not having a captain. It's no coincidence that our, our decline at the club has also coincided with not having a Vieira or an Adams. And that, that has happened. You know, when you look at how we declined over the years, you know, even Arteta, why he's on the um, why he's a manager, you know, a captain would be able to go to a manager and say, look, Gaffer, this ain't working. The players ain't happy. But we haven't got that. And we haven't had that for a long time. We've not had that that leader, that, that someone to challenge the authority. Um and and that's part of the that's part of the issue with the club on the pitch. No, I I I, tot- I totally agree, and the t- the lineup should be out soon as well about this, and it'd be interesting to see who comes out and who does line up as captain. Um, so tonight we face Chelsea uh, at the Bridge. Um, this time last year, the the graphic that we put up for the beginning of this one was that famous photo of all the smoke coming out of um, Stamford Bridge, not a mobile phone to be seen, and uh, Martinelli uh, came to the forefront. And I'm hoping tonight that Martinelli plays again. Uh, the referee is Andre Mariner, uh, and you've got Scott Ledger, Simon Long, and the fourth official is Lee Mason. Kevin Friend, who I don't rate as a keeper, is on VAR. Uh, Shaka, Mary are hopefully going to be available for Arsenal, but David Luiz is um, not in contention. Um, Smithrow uh, had to come off against uh, um, against West Brom with a hamstring injury, and he's going to be assessed. We don't know if he's going to play or not. Uh, Chelsea are unbeaten in the last eight game uh, Premier League games at home. Uh, uh, against Arsenal, winning six and drawing two uh, since losing 5-3 in October 2011 under uh, V.S. Boas. Uh, but the Arsenal are unbeaten in the last uh, five Premier League away games, winning three and drawing two, uh, winning the last two by an aggregate of 5-0. Mm. Um, so, mm. uh, yeah, mm. I know. I know. Listen, this is just some stuff that people like to know. You're just like... Oh. Tone, you're just so you like rude, fish, don't you, you mate? I'll tell you what, it's a guaranteed buy every tonight? time. Go on, Trev. Mate, do, do, what are you, you what, know what? what? You every now and then, the colonel comes up with something brilliant, and that there is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Trev, God, I'm gonna What are you pants. expecting tonight? Oh, who knows what Arteta's gonna pick, mate? We don't every week, we guess, don't we? Every week, we guess, and every week, yep. we get three or four shocks, don't we? We never know, you know. Um, but uh, we'll see. I, I, when I think about Chelsea now, it sort of I sort of start to contradict myself because, because I'm going to back Arteta until Christmas. But look at what this two-shell bloke has done with the side, with Chelsea. Who we got then? Oh. Leno and goal, holding Gabriel, yeah. Marion Saka, Elneny and Party, Tierney, Smithrow, Odegaard, and Abamyang. No surprises. No, uh, it's a quite a strong side. Nothing else Smith to play Rowe, for. Smithrow and Odegaard just don't work. I'm sorry, you, you can't. Really? Yeah, I don't think. I think Smithrow. You look at him again, son. I know the opposition is not great, but he's just so more effective in that middle. You know, floating about the pitch in playing but wider. Odegaard, Odegaard, well. Odegaard, I would have thought, Tony, Odegaard would go on the right, replacing where Pepe sometimes plays, on front of um, who's going to be on? Not going on past yeah. past um, games when they both played together. I'd expect yeah, to be I, 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 
Okay, okay. So who's going to be right back? Holding and Gabriel in the... No, hold... It's going to be a three at the back, isn't it? It looks like he's going sort of a lot of wing-backs. So it'll be Saka and Tierney wing-backs. Yeah, yeah. What? So he's gone... Th well, he's not going to play for them on the right, is he? Saka on the right? The no, both left I'm confused. I, I honestly, I am confused. Who are you putting on that right? Can't put holding out there, can he? He just overcomplicates. He baffles himself at times. The chopping and changing just doesn't work. Yeah, Fergus, make Especially that bigger. I can't see it. I, I'll have to find a different <laughs> oh, one. I've got, we, we, I've got it here now. I've got it here now. I'll, so I'll, I'll find another. Well, he's Go got to be going Go free at the back, isn't he? And he's got to be going. Holding Gabriel Amari with Tierney one wing back. But it was the right wing. See, this is where you're confused. And he's got Bellerin and Chambers on the bench. Work that one out. Work that one out because I can't work it out, boys. Total confusion there. Total confusion. Unless, as you say, he's going to baffle us and play. Who's the right-footed one out of holding Gabriel Amari? Martin, no, he can't play Mari on the right-hand side. Trevor, you know what? This is the first time ever we've been doing these previews for this season uh, ahead of every game for like 30, 40 games. And it's the first time we've ever just gone, I haven't got a clue what the lineup is. I don't even know what... Yeah. You know what? I, I, I'll get Big Steve on the phone. Because he'll he'll just invent a formation that will uh, that, that might work and that we don't use, but yeah. this this actually this this lineup, um, just personifies what Arteta is doing to fans, because uh, when have you known what who who who'd be playing where? You, you got Bellerin on the bench, you got Chambers on the bench, you got Cedric on the bench. All of them go on the right. Yeah. That, I'm, I'm totally confused. Come on in, big tone. Call it, son. Call this lineup, son. Well, I got it wrong on on um, uh, against West Brom. Um, I've got it wrong against Villarreal. I, I'm not. I'm not 100 sure, mate. I, looking at the people there, you're surely not going to have Rob Holding as right back. It's, it's got to be. It's got to be some sort of. Um, yeah, I, I'd expect it to be three at the back with wing backs, but. Yeah. I'm just looking on Twitter. Everyone else is stumped as well in terms of the formation he's going to play. We're presuming it's going to be a three, a three, five, one. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not sure, mate. I, I'm not sure. I haven't got a clue. I, I, I would. I, I must admit, looking at it now, the more I look at it, I, I think that Saka and Tierney will be as, as wing backs. Um, we could, we could well see Saka in the on the right. Yeah, we could well see Saka playing just, as right wing back. But why but would he certainly stumps fans across across the across Twitter? It's got to be a yeah. it's got to be a three at the back. It's got to be a three at the back. Honestly, I am I am Speechless. absolutely flabbergasted. Uh, I Speechless. I'm also flabbergasted. What does that mean? What a comment from Chris Socrates? Ch Chiquita, is it? What Chiquita. the hell is that all about? I ain't got a clue, mate. Google it. <laughs> <laughs> Another confused selection from my uh, from Arteta from uh, James Power. Yes, it is. Look, we're unbeaten in the last five away games. Um, can you see, Trev? I know. I know what your heart. I know what I've gone yeah. with my heart for for um, 
uh, uh, prediction. But Chelsea, since the ticket uh, took on Chel- uh, Tuchel um, and got rid of Fat Frank, and people have used Dan Potts has uh, used the example as well as many others have. That Tuchel uh, 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 Lampard's side were ninth. Uh, they were way outside. Now they're in the top three. Uh, they're in the Champions League final. They're in a, a, an FA Cup final, hence what we're playing tonight. Can you see us beating them tonight? It is that FA Cup final game, uh, the one that can can save us, because I, I will bring up their side in a second, but will they have their eye on, on, um, on that game? I don't know. Yeah, of course they'll have their eye on that game. Just looking at the Chelsea side now, they'll have the uh, they're on the final, and that's I, I honestly think that's our one out tonight, Fergus, because Tuchel has changed that side. You got to give credit where it's due. That manager has come in there and taken a bunch of players that weren't performing very well for a young manager, and he's turned around, and they're now looking world class, possibly the best side in the country at times, and and it makes me a little bit jealous, to be honest. Because you think you start, you start doubting, don't you? You start thinking, well, if we had that instead of Arteta, what could they, uh, an experienced manager, do with the players we've got? And it does cross your mind. You've got to be honest as a fan of the Arsenal and, and say it crosses your mind. But I'm a man of my word and I'm sticking with Arteta till Christmas. I'm going to give him this summer because I think he needed that time at the start. I was hoping for more progress. I was hoping we wouldn't see this con- this season be a continuation of our previous decline. It has been. A pr- a, but I know what he got at the start. And we all know what he got at the start. And I thought he'd need this long. So this long he's getting. But when you look at Chelsea and what can be done, it does make your mind start thinking, Fergus. So I think, yes, we can win tonight if with that side. If, if, we, if the Arsenal turns up, and plays well, then we we can beat Chelsea tonight if they've got the the uh, the, the final on them. It was a bit weaker, I think, than than the um, scoring me that I'm going for. Tony, your thoughts? Um, what do you think about tonight? Can we win tonight? And I'm going to go off camera just for about two seconds, but uh, I'll leave you two. Good, to nice, nice <laughs> to see you, especially the back here on your way. <laughs> Mate, yeah, I, I, I think we can win tonight. Of course we can if we turn up. But Chelsea are making a few changes. The players that don't normally play for Chelsea or are a part of their squad, they're going to only be going out there and putting a shift in tonight to try and cement a place for the FA Cup final and Europa League final. So they've still got stuff to play uh, play for. Um, and you'd like to think Arsenal have still got something to play for in terms of pride uh, and representing the Arsenal. But anything, anything, you know, mate, the whole season's been confusing. The whole season's been a bit of a shit show and... Um, you just don't know what you're going to get. You just don't know what Arsenal are going to turn up. Um, so yeah, time will tell, and we'll have to wait and see. But more than likely, we could uh, could be disappointed once again, especially with the yeah. confusion of the, of the uh, starting eleven. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I can't wait to see how we line up for that time. But when we play well, and, we play well at... enough to beat most sides, don't we? You know, so it's the consistency and the confusion and. Uh, Hopefully, I, I want to see us win our last three games of the season, Tony. I want to see us finish on a high. It'll make us fans smile as much as anything else. Four games. You know, so. Four games. But, you know, is it? Oh, we still got four to go. Sorry, Fergus. I've lost yeah, count. Yeah, tonight, yeah. I, I hope we win all our last four games and uh, I, hope we, I hope we turn it on and, and 
you know, we come good and then we go into the summer on a positive and we see we see what happens in the summer. Problem is, it's, it's always ips and buts with Arsenal and sometimes you, yeah, even the whole social media, the players, sometimes you'd rather just, um, you know, be quiet and let action, action speak louder than words. Uh, and we constantly, and we have over the last probably decade, spoke a really good game from top to bottom. We, we talk a good game at this football club. But let's be honest, consistently over periods, we, we haven't delivered. We, we've struggled to walk the walk, you know. And you, I always say to you on the podcast, Shaka sort of typifies Arsenal. On his day, he's an exceptional footballer. And he, he, he's had great games. He's had, he's had, But he's just not consistent enough. And he typifies exactly what Arsenal Football Club is. And there's a number of other players we can also obviously mention. But yeah, it just, I don't know, mate. Time will tell with us. Time will tell. Re- re- Really good question from John uh, Kremen in, in the chat, and then we'll go on to uh, a couple of other topics. Um, but it, it probably it spins on from the game and just a general Arsenal thing. Do you think Arteta might be picking teams for disciplinary reasons rather than their ability? Uh, remember, Arteta had a really good start to his reign, and it looks like the dressing room might be rotten. Uh, we had the issues in Baku that we've talked about Um there's been snakes in the grass, the the Ozil situation, and 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 others. Do you think? I, I thought he had got rid of that situation um, once he got rid of the likes of Gwendouzi and the likes of Ozil and Kalasniak and um, Mustafi, and the list goes on. There was there was quite a few that were known to be influential but negative influential in the dressing room trev what, what 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 do you think about that question from john well yeah it may well be the case but if he has still got rotten eggs in the dressing room i would say that he's got a lot less than he used to have and maybe he's i don't maybe he's two-thirds of the way through the process um mm. a lot of a lot of dead wood has passed out of club this season hasn't it you know so yeah, if it is if it is still like that, a bit in the dressing room. Hopefully, that's where he finishes it off in the summer by getting rid of the last few. You know, um, we we definitely know that we've got one at least, maybe two players that have got an attitude and not necessarily the best one at times. Maybe their egos overrule their abilities, and you know what I'm talking about, there, Fergus. We don't forgive yes. easy, you and me, do we? You know, um, nope. so. So maybe that's maybe that's part of the problem. The big egos, and 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 he don't want that. So who knows? I can't really answer it, Fergus. I'm waffling a bit, son, and I'm waffling a bit because I can't really answer it. Because to answer that question, you'd have to be in the dressing room, wouldn't you, mate? You'd have to see what goes on. You'd have to be party to being on the training ground and seeing what goes on. The, but the one thing we can say for definite, and it sounds like I keep having a pop at the lad now, but I'm not having a pop at him. I want to see Alabama Yang come out there next season and play for us and score 35 goals. I genuinely do. But there's absolutely no doubt this season that we haven't had a proper leader on the field and off the field. Because if he was a leader off the field, he'd be out there talking to people after the game, you know, and he'd be much more positive on social media. Um, so, Boys, can I just jump in, Trip? You know, you're talking about leaders there. There's a lot of talk about Tierney signing a new contract. Would you yeah. strip Aubameyang of the captaincy and hand it straight yes. to Tierney? Or do you think, I, I, obviously I would as well from, from this perspective, but from a, a, a club perspective and a manager, 
if you was to do that, could you make the situation worse, or would you still go for it? No, I, I think that I think that we need to find another captain. I think Tierney is one of the answers. I don't think we've got many other options, mate. I mean, holding maybe. I know there's there's, but I don't think we've got any other, many other options apart from from Kieran Tierney. And if it does upset a few people, then what's Tierney going to do? Tierney's going to look him in the eye like a captain should and say, "Hey, this may have upset you, but I'm now your captain. Let's go out on that field." And put any differences away and play football for the Arsenal. I don't care what you think of me off the field and what you think of me in the changing room. We'll go out there and we'll play football and we'll win games for the Arsenal. I'm, sh I'm pretty sure that Tony Adams and Patrick Vieira didn't give one toss what people thought of them off the field or one toss about what happened anywhere else. But when they got on the field... They were captains. And after the game, they came out and talked to us as captains. And they were leaders. Um, a leader's got to be strong. You know, like going back more the years than you boys know there. Frank McClintock was the same in 71. A leader, a, a, a talisman, a massive figure in the Arsenal side that led us by example, you know. And we've not got that. The only one we've got is Tierney at the moment. Real, the real standout one. Hmm. Um, listen, yeah, Tierney, uh, I, I like holding uh, some of the guys. Trules actually uh, piped up. Uh, he's been reasonably quiet, although the, he has had a couple of comments I didn't put up. He says ESR e e as a future captain. Uh, I think ESR understands what the club's about. Um, I, 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 I get that. But I don't like forwards. Like, uh, pass a defensive midfielder, I don't like... Um, a player being a captain. I think a player needs to have grit and determination, which I think ESR has. He needs to understand what the club is about. But I, I like a defensive player to be a captain because he's at the back of the pitch. He's looking forward. Uh, uh, and, and look, Tony Adams, Sol Campbell, you look at all the great teams, it's either your Steven Gerrard, who's in the midfield, or your your Tony, uh, your Tony Adams for England and, and uh, for, for Arsenal. That's the position that works. When you gave it to Thierry Henry, when you gave it to Abamyang, all the other forward players, um, uh, I, I don't think it works out. Listen, uh, this is our penultimate podcast ahead of uh, 90 minutes ahead of um, uh, a game. Uh, the next one will be this time next week ish. Um, for the Palace game, and then we're all we're going to the Brighton we're game. Doing we're doing the Emirates. The Emirates. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're all getting pissed for Tony's birthday. We're all going to protest. We're going to have no voice before the game to say get out of our club, Stan Kroenke. Yeah, whether you you know whatever you think about the manager, the players, and everything else. Um, uh, we will be behind our football club, but we'll be against our ownership. Uh, on um, May 23rd at 2 p.m., uh, I expect that will be bare roundabout, the roundabout with the cannons on. Um, it will probably start briefly beforehand, maybe. Actually, I don't think the, the start at the uh, – Tony and Trev, you were at the last one. Did it just gather at the armory and that was it? Not me, mate. I had to drop out last minute. Um, yeah. Okay, um, Trev, did so I'll, let, I'll let Trev. Under the farm. 
Our Tony is a great big lad, but he's scared of his missus. <laughs> Who isn't? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not scared of my Trevor, missus. I... No, 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 chance, no, no, because she's, she's got you well in control. She's not in, is yeah, she, Trev? No, I'm miles away, mate. Listen, yeah, that's why I, um... <laughs> she's listening on here. I've got her on the. I've got her on the phone. Too. <laughs> no, it was yeah, it was a case of meeting meeting by the armory there, and uh, then it, they started meeting up the top. They went down the bottom, and there was a lot of people there. A lot of people there. So yeah, we need so, to keep doing it because as much so as we, I we we. I'm not finished. We will. Jesus oh, Christ. You are neck. so rude. You are so rude, man. You know what I mean? Listen, carry on, Fergus. I'm not talking to you anymore. No, 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 no. If you want to carry on talking about it, all I was saying was we're meeting for two o'clock outside the armory and we will protest together and then we will drink Listen, together and then we not, will celebrate together and we will support not, Arsenal Football not, Club together. We're not. What time's the kickoff? Four o'clock. Right. We're meeting at nine o'clock in the morning. Right. <laughs> and we're drinking all day and we're going to turn up to the Emirates in a mess. But, but, and we're going to protest. Kentucky do, breakfast? do Kentucky do breakfast, Colonel? I don't care what I have for breakfast. We're going to watch a game of football. <laughs> we should really keep going on about it because my mate Big Tone ain't going like So I feel a bit guilty, but... I hope you understand no, no. so, Mike. No, so boys, mate. boys, to be fair, every time you talk, I just think of this. Laurel Nardi slash Pinky and Perky. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, um, uh, on on the subject of uh, Laurel Hardy, Pinky and Perky, and uh, the old boy knowing some stuff, he's wearing a special <laughs> top tonight. It's the last time Sunderland won anything, bar a playoff, maybe. It was Alan Sunderland, 1979, today, against Manchester United at Wembley Stadium. Um, we won the FA Cup. Trev, uh, you, you, you sent me one, your ticket stub. And it was your ticket stub, not one that you'd bought on eBay from somebody you would. It was your ticket stub. And you said, I was a few at that game. Yeah. Of messages. Yes, go yeah, on. I was at that game. It's a, the, the, the greatest ending to a game of football I've ever seen, Fergus. They, I went apart for a cup final, cup final, because we all know what happened 10 years later at Anfield. But it was, um, we were cruising the game 2 0, right? And people said it was a five minute final. No, it weren't a five-minute final for us fans of the Arsenal. We were loving it, tuning up. We were singing songs and celebrating, you know. We shall not be moved, start the team. All the old songs, you know. And that season, we'd beaten Tottenham 5-1 at the lane, right? That was the season Chippy Brady scored the goal at Wild Lane. And, and that rung out around Wembley that day, I can remember. You know, we won 5-0 at the lane. We were having a wonderful party. And then, then Manchester United tried to spoil it and scored them. Them two goals, I think, in about the 88th and 89th or whatever it was, minute. And and I never, and then a minute later, we got the other end and, and Sunderland scores the winner. And I can describe you the goal. Brady goes on one of his typical Maisie runs, knocks it out to Ricks, who, who puts in a superb cross for Sunderland to sweep in at the far post. It was a, it was a wonderful goal, but what I can't what I'm, what I can't say is I didn't see that live, mate, because. But most of the Arsenal fans in that ground, I think, we still had our heads buried in our hand from the Man United equaliser, thinking, oh, God, extra time. 
There's no way we lag on in extra time now. We're knackered. You know, we have come back. They're on top. And so we were all just on a right downer and look up again and Sunderland's doing a lap of the field, celebrating, scoring a third goal and the party's back on again, you know. The party's back on again and I had to listen to it. I, I watched it again today because when I get fed up with the Arsenal, I go on YouTube and I, and I watch an old Arsenal game and today was the right day to watch the 79 final again. And what people don't, people will remember um, Brian Moore's iconic commentary from 89, don't they? You know, it's up for grabs now. But there was also Brian Moore's last words, just as Sunderland swept the goal in then just before Sunderland swept the ball in the net to win it. I remembered this because I watched it when I got home and I watched it again and again. Brian Moore says, but wait a moment, wait a moment. And he's really excited. And Sunderland sweeps the ball in the net and we win the game 3-2. And it was brilliant. And and a co-commentator of Brian Moore that day was was the great old Brian Clough. I loved him. I love him or hate him, only Brian Clough. But I loved Brian Clough, a great, great man of football, proper man of football. And when Man United scored their second goal, it made me giggle today. Brian Clough said to Brian Moore, he said, I'm really pleased for Man United. They really deserve that comeback. I'm over the moon for them. And before he'd finished, I'm over the moon for them. We swept down the other end and scored the third one. And he went all quiet. So it was a wonderful occasion. The greatest finish to a cup final I've ever known. If they'd shown that on Sky or BT Sport, they'd still be showing it now every other day. You know, because it puts the Aguero rubbish. Uh, it's not in the same league. Not the in the football same was league. invented in 92. Don't forget Trevor, apparently. Absolutely. I'm just going to say that, Tony. You're bang on, son. You're bang on, son. You know, two of the greatest games of football that finished belong to the Arsenal. 79 Cup Final and then 89 at Anfield. And don't go telling me that, that Man City was anywhere close to 89 at Anfield because Man City had to beat a team that was down near the relegation zone at home to win the league. We had to go to a team at Anfield that were almost unbeatable, that had ruled the not not just English football, not just European football, they'd ruled the world of club football, Liverpool. And we had to go there and win 2-0. And then he puts his side out, George Graham, and we've got to win 2-0 in 89, right? And he plays three centre-halves. Stevie Bold at number 10. <laughs> Stevie, Stevie Bold played number 10 at centre-half. And, and it's a masterstroke. It's a masterstroke that we win that game. So they're the two greatest games of football for me. And I'm as biased as you like. Biased as you like, but I don't care. Better than any other finish with football game I've ever seen. Thank you, Fergus, for letting me rant now. I'm done. That's fine. Um, I'd like to thank John for his comment. John, uh, you've probably not seen us now. You're already down the social club, but John Kremen. Uh, I've made a couple of comments. His first time watching, great show. Uh, and he'll see us on the 21st. Well, obviously, he's getting started early. It'll be the 23rd, John, when you listen back. Um, yeah, well, we, we 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 will see you there. Actually, you know what? It's Tony's birthday, so we might we we might get down there a little bit earlier. Um, uh, just looking at the lineups that um, Chelsea have got, I would like you to have a look at it and then give me your score predictions before we finish up. So uh, there we go. This is the Chelsea lineup. They got Kappa in goal, Aspalaqueta, Christ, uh, Silva, Zuma, James, Gilmore, Jujurnio, uh, Chilwell, Mount, Havertz, and Pulisic. I thought they would be worried about the cup, but it doesn't look like it, does it, Tony? 
Who cares about Chelsea, mate? It's all about what the Arsenal do. Every single week, doesn't matter, doesn't, doesn't matter what team turn up, it's, it's what team the Arsenal uh, decides to turn up. If them players score are still prediction. going to be playing. Score draw. Score draw. Trev? I, um, I'm much the same as Tony. Don't give a damn about Chelsea or their lineup. Couldn't give a damn. Look at Ruth. Love you, Ruth. Love your positivity, Ruth. She's been on the Love vino. <laughs> she, she's or an else, angel. It could be paint. It could be paint thinners, you know, because she's doing a lot of painting re- recently. So yeah, <laughs> that's all the ones she's been painting to sell me. I'm not looking at her website anymore. Cost me a fortune. She does, <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go for a three-two win for the Arsenal tonight. It was two-two when Martinelli banged his goal in. So I'm going to go 3-2 to the Arsenal tonight. And the only reason I'm going to go 3-2 to the Arsenal is because I'm a bloody Arsenal fan. And I'm biased and I'm saying we're going to win 3-2. What are you saying, Trev? Winterburn-esque from Tierney? Oh, wouldn't that be... Oh, Tone, that'll do, wouldn't it? That'll do. Oh, my Lord. We'll take that all day long, mate. All day long, mate. All day long. But, you know... Uh Let's just win these last four games. If we win these last four games, right, I'll come on this show topless because we'll never do it. But wouldn't it be lovely if we just turn it on now for the last four games, finish on a high, let's stand knowing the close season and in the next season what we think of him. But the actual team, get on stands back, but Boy, the actual team starts am performing. I, am I being stupid? Where's the fourth game? You are stupid. This is the fourth game. Oh, because I've just checked again because I thought I was going mad. Oh, Chelsea no, actually, no, it's three, it's three games. We're 35, oh! 35. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Wish yeah. I'd have cut, I wish I'd have interrupted you earlier because I've been sitting here checking and looking, thinking, <laughs> I'm sure he's got it wrong, but he obviously knows more than I do. No, um, no, 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 no. You, you know what? You know what it is? I'm, I'm looking at various, there's someone 34, someone 35, um, and I, he just come along and said, oh, three games left. And I went, oh, you, you're not counting tonight, Trev. So I was just assuming um, with, with Alzheimer's and stuff like that had kicked in. So um, it was just, see that, it was an assumption of mine, Tony. Sorry. Apologies. Unbelievable. You were so, blaming listen, the old man for not knowing what fixtures we had, right? Well, you, and all the time I'm Trev, right, like I normally am. And you're wrong. Trev, um, no, it's I'm not just stopping your age. Now. Well, it's it, just your not, age, mate. Well, if if mine's my age, what excuse have you got, son? Hey, I'm Irish. What excuse have you got? Oh, well, I'm not being I'm derogatory Irish. towards the Irish. I'm not being. I like the well, Irish. I can be. Uh, well, like most yeah, I of the Irish. Think. Most of the Irish. <laughs> you had to requalify <laughs> that one, didn't you? Anyone Listen, in particular? Hey, <laughs> yeah. Eyes, <laughs> eyes top left. Eyes top left. <laughs> I was right. That's a song, isn't it? That's one of our chants. Yeah, can't sing on it. Yeah, it's a bit. No, no, not really, not really. Um, boys, I'm, I'm, I'm going for a two-one. But what I would really love is a reenaction two, one, of Canu ninety to Arsenal. Two, one, two, um, oh, all right then. Um, what, what what I would really love is a reenaction of 1999. It was in the IKEA Park at Lakeside, um, and I was listening on the radio. We were two 0 down. It was thundering down with rain. And um, rather than Abamyang, uh, rather than Kanu this time, I'd rather Abamyang. And we end up 3 2. You know, uh, that was that, ah, oh, the Kanu game. That was one of my most fantastic games ever to listen to on, on radio. It was but a great hat trick, that. 
great hat trick that. It that was. one of the best hat tricks I was, I've ever I was watching soccer Saturday that day. Uh, we didn't get tickets, and I was uh, I was at my aunt's house and uh, with my uncle and all that. And I remember she got a as we all jumped up to celebrate the third goal, she ended up breaking her toe or breaking two of her toes because she got it trapped underneath the sofa. I didn't care. I was too busy celebrating. I mean, I'll worry about you later. Boys, <laughs> listen, we're going to go because uh, we, we, we not, like to keep these to 45, but it's gone to an hour because uh, uh, we just chat too much. Um, we, are the remember, we are the best. We are the best. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. leave it there just for now for good children listening. Listen, 23rd on that roundabout. You see where the flag is. You know what to do. We need to unite. Cronky out, fans in. You have been listening to Arsenal's... We care, um, you Arsenal don't. Podcast. We care, you don't. We care, you don't. Out. You have been listening to an Arsenal podcast Back the team, by not Arsenal fans. Back the team, not the owner. <laughs> Back the team, You not have the been owner. listening to an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Not Cronky fans, nothing else, just Arsenal fans. If you like what we do, we've had a few new... I'm back, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to find the right button. Up the ass. Up the Arsenal. You've been listening to Guns and Yellow Ribbons, an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal no, fans right, one of for days. Arsenal fans. I'll see you in DM. Ridiculous. <laughs> Follow us on Facebook at Guns and Yellow Ribbons and Twitter at Guns and Ribbons. And remember to rate and review us too. Tony, you've got to help me next time. You're going to do it for me. You're still lying. I do know that. <laughs>